Hey, best friends. Welcome to the Bestie Advice Podcast. Where we discuss all things relationships. the bestie podcast i am your host dr irene abrams and i'm here with my bestie our co-host lady karan hayes hey bestie we are so excited about tonight's show this is actually like a root a reshoot because we wanted it to be so authentic that we got this person Ooh, y'all i'm ready i already took the top off lid off it's one of my favorite dishes show yours i know Oh my God, shrimp and grits. So I am just so excited. We are here with Hunk and Ray with Backyard Eats. I am just like so excited. Thank you so much. Thank you so much, um, Hunk and for agreeing to be a part of the Bestie podcast. Um, We have known her for so many years. I think um, I've been knowing her since she was 18. So she was like fresh out of high school. And I remember, yeah, but I remember maybe 18, 19, how we just started talking. Like, I don't, we was never even formally introduced. We just started talking. Not ever. And <laughs> I, don't even know. I, don't even know. I know, right? <laughs> we just started talking. And so from there, I found out that she does hair and we just formed a, a friendship, a bond. Um, we were both a part of worship and arts yes. and so i really enjoy working with her and everybody and, wants to original rise and star missionary yes church. missionary Baptist church. <laughs> yes so we are just so excited <laughs> to have her North Leclerc. was that the address chicago, chicago avenue. avenue chicago you already know okay well on the corner of chicago on the avenue. corner <laughs> on the corner okay. it was lit yes. <laughs> and what makes this podcast special is this is our first mukbang and so for those of you that don't know what a mukbang is it's actually um koreans started this where they eat a large amount of food while they're on camera kirana aren't aren't gonna eat a large amount of food i might eat all of this i might eat all of this (laughs) but this is our first mukbang and our first first podcast on location yes only pumpkin could do that bring us yeah. out on location we don't go every place oh, we'll get you out, baby. <laughs> yes it will so we're going to talk all about um pumpkin's catering you know her whole family has businesses yeah. and pumpkin has been an entrepreneurship all her life she does not know the nine to five experience at all so i really want to talk to her about you know, how she's been able to successfully operate and own not only one, two, but three successful businesses on her own, as well as her daughter and her husband. So we want to learn all things Backyard Eat and all things Code Gray. So Kiran, what do you think? <laughs> they don't even want to talk to me, y'all. They ready to eat. I'm ready. No, I just tell the truth in this. Hey, yes, we got the truth. I'm ready. But we're going to travel. We're going to travel. I'm going to let Kiran ask the first question because, because I'm going to take my first bite. Yeah, yes, I'm ready. Yes, yes. She's going to burn up So first we do, we want to just kind of just jump right on in here. I've been knowing Pumpkin maybe maybe a couple of years before Irene yeah. um, actually <laughs> met her. I actually met Pumpkin at New Mount Vernon Missionary, Missionary Baptist, Baptist Church. Church. 
But let's go back to even younger than 15. You know, let's go like when you were a little, little, little pumpkin. And I seen the pictures with the Michael no, Jackson pumpkin, jacket. Not a pumpkin, a pumpkin. When you was little pumpkin. I'm a we did. I we did. We did. But when you were that age, you know, little pumpkin, did you kind of feel that you were creative then or feel that you were different? Because creative people learn a little bit different. I, I'm I know I do. I had to kind of teach myself um a different way. Like I needed to see it. You know, I'm very visual and so take take me back to even before you started doing trust trust appeal trust appeal and Mm -hmm. backyard you know eats before that like what Mm -hmm. would you do okay so before that as far as i can remember Mm -hmm. um i would i didn't know to consider myself as creative i just like to do stuff so like i'll even start back when we used to go outside, I probably was like four or five. My BFF then, her name was Marquita Martin. My grandparents still live across from my grandma. Um, and we would go outside every day. Now, this is probably where the cooking came from. I'm not sure. But we would go outside and we would pick the weeds and do all that stuff. We call ourselves making greens. And we would take the oh, rocks, my and those and sweet potatoes. And oh then my we God. had like our barbies. Because, you know, Barbie was the big thing. Yeah, Barbie was the big oh, thing. we had the mansions and the clothes. So we were designing them. We were doing the hair. But again, to us, because we were kids and we had imagination and our parents put things in front of us that we put our hands to and be creative with, you know, they didn't leave it up to us. They gave us things to Mm kind of, you know, and so, I mean, it's, so it started with that. um, Like I said, doing the Barbie's hair, doing each other's hair, picking the weeds, making them greens. Like I can remember that stuff Mm -hmm. at four or five years old, you know, we would do that um, coming up because my grandparents was the type you know, you can't go to everybody's house. You can't go to yeah. everybody's party, but we yeah. got a party. So we don't create our own Halloween parties. Yeah. And mm-hmm. like, we like put it in full effect. My mom coloring everybody had in the house, coloring her own hair. So like, it goes on and on. My dad cooked, my dad know how to do hair, mm-hmm. knew how to do hair. So it just went on and on and on. Definitely. So like, even before 12, like I was, I was doing things. I just didn't know that I was creative. Yeah. Now, I knew yeah. that I was different. Yeah. But you know, I was always the teacher. And I was never the student when we played school. Right, okay. Like, you know, because it was yeah. something, you know, like, no, y'all ain't doing that right, you know. Mm-hmm. But again, not knowing that I was the leader that I would be, not knowing that I was creative. I didn't know none of that. Right. I just was a kid who wanted to do that stuff, yeah. you know? Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, no, that's, that's as far good. as I can, you know, kind of remember. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, that's childhood. good. Yeah. That's a good childhood. <laughs> I was outside and played. Yeah, That's girl, right. I did too. So yes. I need the babies to kind of go back. To they need that. to go outside to find like, that. Yeah, right, to go find that and find your niche and find it. Exactly. So yeah, exactly. bringing us up to date, you know, mm-hmm. I mentioned a little bit about your business and your background, but tell us like the name of your business. How did you get started? What motivated? And we'll talk. We'll touch on the other businesses, but sure. I want to talk about this delicious. I got to show y'all again. Y'all should be. <laughs> I wish y'all could smell this. Let's talk about the catering. Wait, what happened? I wasted. I'm sorry. (laughs) It's so good. It's so good, y'all. I need to do it. I get to turn and show you. I ain't showing you. Yeah, she's not going to show y'all her food no more. (laughs) But it's good. We'll show you the napkin that she used. 
all y'all Because I'm going to tell you, I this this is like amazing. So really, what talk about your business, the name of your business, you know, how did you get started? And really, what motivated you to start Backyard Eats? It's yes. a very unique concept. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, let's talk about that. Okay. So let me first reference, because even when we were talking about childhood, what I did mention was how we had to go to Arkansas and Mississippi every year. Now, my grandma, who lives here, the grandma y'all know, mm-hmm. who lives here, she always cooked. Like, I hated the fact that she cooked all them Sunday meals every day of the week. Like, I just, I'm a kid. I want McDonald's. Mm-hmm. I don't want that. So well, I, 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 I hate it. I don't want no stuffed bell peppers. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 I understand. You know? So with but her, now her stuff this, is, this, is the, this is the stuff that she did every day. And I see her, I would see her do it. But my great grandma, her mother, Laura Beatrice Washington Dorsey, <laughs> from Clivesdale, Mississippi. We would go down there every summer. And for some reason, when she cooked, I'm in the kitchen and she would let me help. She never gave me measurements. She never, and again, I'm just thinking, ain't nothing else to do down here. I just like to be in the kitchen. Right? Yeah, yeah. And yeah, so I, I have to give credit to those that came before me. Not my mama. My mama will go to the store and buy me whatever I want. She wasn't going to cook too much or nothing. She can cook chicken. But my mama, she, she wasn't the one. But my grandma and my great grandma uh, for being that hands on. Yeah. So I'll start there because I forgot to mention her. In my coming up, because I stayed in the kitchen in the city. Yeah. Hey, uh, Mama Dorsey. <laughs> uh, but like moving to present. So the backyard eats concept comes from this. A few years ago, oh, it's been a long while now. Um, it has been. We've been in what cold? It was three years now. Yeah. So Man. Before then, oh, so there's this thing where we would hang out after church and uh, it was the summertime. And I was like, okay, I'm gonna put some on the grill. And mm-hmm. I ring China, Sharonda, something. Mm-hmm. We're like, okay, well, we coming over. Or it got to the point where they'll be like, I'm going to get some chicken. I'm right. going to get a cabbage. Yeah. You're gonna cook it. We coming over. Yeah. Right, so it right, became right, this right. thing on Sundays where that was where we hung out. We fellowship, we cooked, we ate. You know, I had some, I had some missed moments. Don't get it twisted. I had missed moments, but you know, we worked on it. And that became a thing. That became our bonding time, our fellowship time. Mm-hmm. Uh, not even I can't even say girls time because you had the fellas too. Fellas mm-hmm. came, mm-hmm. so it just became like a fellowship on Sunday. So it's like you know, when the pandemic hit, I was still cooking. Other people didn't want to cook, so I found myself cooking for other people. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, I do this. I like doing this. Yes, let let let's put this to. You know, I was like, you out there now? Yeah. I don't I don't scratch everything else you was doing, everything else that had your attention, everything else you thought you should have could have been doing. Mm-hmm. It's been scratched because we've been shut down. And I was able to zero in and kind of focus on that. And it took off because again, we're in a pandemic. People who usually don't have to cook had to cook because mm-hmm. exactly. shut down. Exactly. They ain't know nothing about Thanksgiving because I can't go to my mama house. Yeah. Or, like, yeah. So I had to step up to the plate for other people. Mm-hmm. Those people became my family. I became a part of their thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and then I was talking with my auntie Sharonda. You know, one night we were talking about just like the name or whatever. Mm-hmm. And she actually the one that mentioned. I got a girl. She's like, well, what about uh? Because you know everybody has something eats or eat something. Mm-hmm. And she was like, well, what about backyard eats? And I thought about. It, I'm like. That's where it started. Yeah, it, it did start in the backyard. Yeah, yep. it would sit out there and just make up menus and things mm-hmm. like that. And then from there, you know, like I said, over the pandemic, that took off. And then 
uh, Mike, uh, our cousin Swole, mm-hmm. he was, he started coming over and then, so now we created this thing called Freeload Sundays. Mm-hmm. They knew Punk and Go cook something. Oh, yeah. Every Sunday. Mm-hmm. And anybody can come get a plate. You can mm-hmm. stay if you want to. Mm-hmm. If you don't, get your plate and go. And yeah. so, now here we are, what, three years later, and we have a full-fledged backyard eats LLC. Yeah. And that's that. And, and I'm still cooking for people and loving it and making every fellowship better because they got good food. So do you? She doesn't charge. She didn't. She what she didn't oh, yeah. share is her freeload Sunday. It's just that freeload. Because I remember. I mean, and that's that's a blessing, you know. Mm-hmm. Which is why you're. I think your business is blessed, and you see such an overflow, and you're busy now. Is because what she didn't mention is she didn't charge. I mean, I remember on a summer night, she was like, "I'm doing hamburgers," and I came, and it was like I was. <laughs> You know, at a Vienna stand restaurant, and she fixed it, cooked the order. What does Mitchell want? What does Marcello want? Mm -hmm. You know, what do you want? Mm -hmm. And we had Mitchell's little cousins with us, and what they, you know, right? What do they want? And I was like, this girl is really doing this, Mm -hmm. you know. And I asked her how much. She was like, no, it's nothing. And so, you know, that speaks a lot to her character, her passion. Yes, you know, because now she's seeing the the fruit of the seed that that she's sown. So do you think that during the pandemic, um, Pumpkin, that that was like the time where you were able to kind of cultivate your business, expand your business, get into more um, recipes, create more recipes as far as doing that time? Because like you say, God shut everything out. So the hair mm-hmm. thing, no, can't do the hair thing right now. Mm-hmm. Can't do no nails right mm-hmm. now or whatever. But I mm-hmm. actually am able to like market as far as this particular business. So, so yeah, I mean, you said it all. Mm-hmm. That, that's exactly how it went. Because again, because there was nothing else but still having that. Because for me, Backyard Eats is, it's a business. Mm-hmm. But everybody see my hashtag all the time. Business is ministry. Ministry is business. Mm-hmm. That's just me. So, and I feel like when you feed people and people eat good, they feel good. There's this genuine fellowship. There's this godly fellowship. That's, you know, it, it's just something food brings people together, you know? Yeah. You know, um, so yeah, over the pandemic, because again, I wasn't doing nothing else. You know, even when it comes to, uh, like you said, the whole hair thing, I'm not going to jeopardize my family because my setup is on my lower level in my exactly. home. So it's like, yeah, even though, because you know, you had some people who was like, yeah, I know they said everything shut down, but can you? Exactly. No, I follow the rules of the land. Yeah. I follow the law. No, yeah. I can't. Mm-hmm. So, you know, so that was shut down. Um, uh, uh, schools were shut down, so Lavelle, you know, Lavelle was at home. I, I mean, I had, I was being a mama, but mm-hmm. my kid was older, like, she didn't really need a whole lot, yeah, you know, for me or whatever, but at the end of the day, everybody still needed to eat, and those yeah. people who were not used to having to provide meals now had to figure out what we're going to do. Exactly. Because I don't cook. Because some people actually admit it, I can't cook. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You didn't have left, you didn't have, you know, it wasn't easy access to all the restaurants. Exactly. And all the eating out and things like that. So it's just like, yeah. And I you sure like, didn't want nobody to come dropping no food no, off. Tell you something. <laughs> right. So I, I do feel mm-hmm. like that in the pandemic, for me, I mm-hmm. can't speak for everybody else, you know, lesson learned, so many different things learned and figured out during that time. It was like, you know, let me let me shut all this down because anybody that know me, and let me just say this: mm-hmm. anybody that know me, I was headstrong when it comes to church. Anything that I did at church, everything was scheduled around it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's I know. And that, you know, that's not true. good or bad. Yeah, but it's just like 
okay, now I got to do this at church and then I can do this. So I really didn't even understand what I was putting on the back burner. Mm-hmm. And God was just like, well, you ain't doing that either. Because I just, I just church shut down. So what you doing? And it was just like, okay, well, then. And then again, it brought fulfillment. When I started, the more I did it, the more I felt, I was like, okay, this is ministry now. Yeah. It's not just a bit. I don't do it because, let me tell y'all something. I'm going to put this out there. It's not the money for me. Uh It's the fulfillment. Yes. Yeah. The look on people's faces, the responses that you get from making somebody's gathering that much greater or to know that somebody's family came together again at the family table because they actually had something to sit down to. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So it's like, it's fulfilling. Or even the times during the pandemic where we gathered the masses and I cooked the homeless shelters are home and was giving a meal. You did, yeah. Because I feel like I'm not going to feed you nothing that I would eat. So I'm not going to take, you no know, rice and rolls. No, they had turkey and dressing and yeah, yeah, yeah. that was fulfilling. And for a season, I think I did that consistently like every couple of months. Yeah. And the joy that that brought, because even going out, the people that were homeless ended up prophesying and confirming yeah. things. And we look like, okay, well, God, you still confirming. Okay, I got to keep going. But Lord, I'm out here trying to minister to these people and they done got me. You know, yeah. so it's just like God has just been kind of walking every step of the doors are opening. People that, okay, I didn't necessarily depend on a certain group of people to support, mm-hmm. but quote unquote, those that you think will support. It's like God ain't necessarily wiped them away, but doors are, I'm, I'm serving people who I have, I mm-hmm. don't know you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and sometimes I have to be like, Lord, I, I don't know them. It seems weird. But, yeah. like, but what did I call you to do? So I'm meeting yeah. new people. Doors are opening. Corporate doors are opening. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, but yeah. again, I still got my loyal circle. I got my people that's going to support regardless. Yeah. Join us next time for part two. Thanks for joining us today. See you next time.